we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for December 28th, 2020. And this is part three. Uh, this next audio, uh, you, you might need to take some something to settle your stomach prior to listening to this nauseating little devil worm that we're going to be listening to this hireling devil pastor that is leading his flock straight to hellfire sorry i know i'm sugarcoating a lot but you know i'm sorry that's exactly what he's doing and i'm not going to sugarcoat it i entitled this mouthpiece of satan hellbound hireling baptist pastor robert jeffries praises the xmas vaccine as a gift from god on Lou Dobbs tonight. So I'm glad they're giving these devils a big platform to put out their lies. Let's listen to this little worm. Joining us now, Pastor Robert Jeffress from the First Baptist Church of Dallas. He's also. got this real weird, just smirk, devil. I, I can't even stand to look at this guy. I'm sorry. He just looks like a worm, evil, liar, devil. I'm sorry. Everything about him exudes everything that I just stated. And his, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And his words con will confirm to you exactly what I just said. Fox Business contributor. Uh, I'm going to start, if I may, Pastor. First of all, it's great to see you. But uh, the vaccine, uh, we're hearing that uh, millions of doses have been discovered that uh, we didn't know that they were really uh, available. Uh, this is nothing but great news so yeah, far. Great Here's, news for Satan. What's on it? Absolutely, Lou. You know, the Bible teaches that God created government to protect its citizens. And no, it doesn't teach that, actually. Only when the government is good and godly regarding Romans 13, because that's what he's shooting at there. Okay. What about all the other? Go was Hitler's government godly? Was Pol Pot's government, was Stalin's government godly? Did he, did he create those governments to protect the sin? No, those governments destroyed their own citizens. And you can look in the Old Testament, you can look, you can look at the New Testament where the governments were totally wicked and evil. Okay, and did horrifically evil things. You have to qualify that that government has to be under subjection of God in order to be a good and godly force for us. And our government is the exact polar opposite of that and is getting worse every day. But see, because this devil's yoked up with them and is part of that system and acts as a mouthpiece for that system, he is there to deceive you and to get you to think that the government is a force for good. I wish it was, but it's not. Human nature has corrupted government, but it still does some good things, and this vaccine is a great example of that. We are grateful for President Trump, whose leadership uh, forged a relationship with private business, and they created this vaccine, which will bring healing to millions healing. of Americans. Healing. And I really believe we ought to view yeah. these vaccines as early Christmas gifts <laughs> from God, not some tool of the Antichrist. Oh, no. I'm a conspiracist, even though I've documented everything that I've told you in the past 11 months regarding this over and over and over. This little devil's never done one day of research in his life, but he's going to assure you 
like most of the MDs and most of the people in the medical profession, that the vaccines are safe and effective because that's the little line they're told to spew out without even researching anything. Because if they took any kind of look at what's actually in there and looked at those types of technologies like messenger RNA, like hydrogel, like nanotechnology, injectable nanorobots, aborted fetal tissue, if they did any type of just superfluous study, they would quickly come to the realization that these things are pure wicked. But see, he's the expert, and I'm the conspiracy theorist, according to this devil. America. We've heard, and we've heard some pastors are saying to their congregations uh, not to take the vaccine. So I mean, we can put Lou Dobbs in, in the in the in the. Um, if you had any doubts about Lou Dobbs, he's wicked as well just like we got Rand paul check that box off tonight as well there's just fewer and fewer and fewer people and the thing is is they were always this way it's just what was it going to take for that to come out of them to bring that out of them to show what sold out devils they are for the antichrist system you might have thought lou dobbs is a good guy you might have thought Rand paul was a good guy but you shouldn't have any doubts on that now or this this devil pastor jeffress or whatever his name is um very quickly, a thought for those pastors? Well, some of them I know, but I would say two words, utter stupidity. I uh, mean, you the devil, may God annihilate you and all your devil ilk. I pray to God for judgment on this wickedness, on these wicked, devil, lukewarm, hireling pastors leading their congregations to hellfire. Utter stupidity. With nothing to back it up at all. May their tongues turn black and rot out of their maggot-infested heads in the sight of all men. Maybe that would get the attention of the church if that happened. That's what we need. We need judgment to begin at the house of God. Because if we don't get that, Christians are going to line up in mass and get this kill shot. And they're going to be unredeemable, most likely. And they're going to end up in hellfire. So what's more merciful? You could say, well, I don't like your tone. It's not Christian. What's more merciful? For them to take the kill shot, for me to be a mamby pamby, and for me not to pray against this wickedness that I'm seeing, and for God to judge this wickedness when the Bible clearly says judgment must begin at the house of the Lord? I'm going to mark them which cause division and offense is contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple, just like this little maggot from the pit of hell. Romans 16, 17, and 18. I'm sorry, I, I can't I can't sugarcoat this, guys. There's no way. And I understand a lot of people are not going to be able to handle this level for me. I don't see me backing off on this. I really don't. I'm sorry if I offend some. I really am. But I cannot help the way I feel. I cannot help the righteous indignation I, I feel when I see a slime bag like this literally trying to get people into hellfire. Because, see, that's where the rubber really is going to meet the road thousand years from now because of the decisions they made to take this kill shot and they're in hellfire maybe they had a chance maybe they had a chance to break free from the apostate religion but once they got that their conscience was seared with a hot iron because they're not fully human anymore because they're full of nanotech they're they're stinking robot they're they're a cyborgian robot they're getting vaccines cultured off aborted babies and they got to get one after another after another and their and their dna just becomes more and more defiled but see i'm a bad guy for pointing that out I'm living in, quote, utter stupidity according to this devil. Well, let God judge between him and myself. And if he's the righteous one, let God kill me tonight. I say that before my listeners, before God, everyone. If this devil is 
on the side of righteousness, please God, annihilate me, Scott Johnson. Annihilate me, God. But if not, I pray to God you judge this devil and every other devil like him. We need God's judgment. I'm telling you all, I've, if I've ever been convicted about it, we need God's judgment to begin at the house of the Lord. We need God's righteous judgment in the land, which is why I did that teaching on the courts of heaven. We need it desperately. It's our only hope. We cannot rely upon grassroots efforts or even educate. Now, I think those are all great. Educating others, grassroots efforts, whatever. But we need God's supernatural power to manifest, to show the world how wicked this agenda is. You can see why the Bible says if God didn't intervene, there were no flesh that would be saved. Because, I mean, they're defiling everybody's DNA, as it was in the days of Noah, and Jesus Christ predicted that. It's a gift from God. God promotes <laughs> healing, and a if gift you value God, life, you A gift from Satan. An absolute, total gift from Satan. And he calls it a gift from God. Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. Cursed be he. I mean, you, this is the state that is the norm in the church. Calling good evil and evil good. That's the norm now. And there's very few voices crying out in the wilderness. There's very few that won't implicate Trump on this because, oh, it might step on, they might lose some listeners or whatever. They might lose some income. That is not what motivates me, guys. God's taking care of me. I'm grateful for my listeners and for the prayers and for the donations that have been sent but that is not what motivates me i mean i just, I, I can't even comprehend what what i have to report on every week now it's it's, it's incomprehensible take these vaccines and the number of churches we're hearing about so far it's just a few but they're talking about reparations raising money uh yeah. The church and reparations, that's a peculiar, what? it seems to me, an odd um, uh, juncture. What? Yes, they're paying millions of dollars in reparations. And look, Lou, racism is a sin. We all agree with that. But the basic premise of Christianity is we aren't responsible for other people's sins. We've got enough of our own to be worried about. And there's really only one person in history who can pay for the sins of others, and he's the one whose birth we're going to celebrate next week at Christmas. Well, next week at Christmas, uh, you know, that's it's approaching rapidly, uh, and and it's uh, it's nice to hear you talk about the uh, the relationship between God and science. <laughs> uh, they're not mutually exclusive uh, in any no. exclusive. Uh, if if the science is sound, if the science is good and ethical, the science of the vaccines are a joke, are a absolute lie, a facade. But see, this expert, this medical expert, this Pastor Jeffries, evidently thinks he knows all. And he's going to hope that you don't call him on his bluff. In any way that I can think of, uh, it's uh, and a gift from God, I think, is a, a, a wonderful way to look at this vaccine. Uh, you know, after all, all the experts are saying it would take a miracle. And apparently we've seen one work. A miracle uh, for, yeah. for a total scamdemic that hardly killed anybody. Such a joke, they had to roll all the influenza stats into it. They had to roll all the pneumonia stats. They had to roll all the antibodies. 
that showed up from a previous flu shot into this. They had to roll all the heart attacks and anybody they could get into a nursing home, they could kill off by putting them on a ventilator. Had to roll them all into the stats. They had to roll the gunshot wounds into the stats and the heart attacks into the stats and every other way they could kill you into the stats so they could get that $13,000 on the Medicare and another thirty-nine when they put you on the vent to give you the final kill, kill pill, which is what it was. Blow your lungs out with a ventilator. I tell you, lies every where you turn jeffress where you, you mentioned it's christmas coming up a week from today will be Good. christmas we're going to celebrate nice, the sun uh, god tammuz for audience uh, uh and for yeah. all of us perfect uh for you to lead us in a prayer uh, oh good lord okay no <laughs> no i'm not gonna let that devil lead us in any prayer what a unmitigated devil we just heard i think that was one of the, the worst things i've ever played on all my years on air um some a, a listener named karen said i just wanted to send you this in case you didn't know this man now he she's talking about robert jeffries the guy that just this baptist preacher the man is a charlatan absolutely linked up with the clergy response team my nephew used to work under this man in dallas he has since left because i had a lot of people uh sending me this clip another listener said what a vile no i said another listener emailed me about him and i said what a vile sick devil if you see my last teaching you will see this mindset is spreading like a plague through christianity the verses below remind me of these pastors these quote pastors uh jeremiah 23 1 woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture saith the lord and that's exactly what they're doing matthew 12 37 for by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned can you imagine i mean i know i'm not i'm not innocent by any stretch of the imagine but could you imagine that guy standing before god in the great white throne judgment because he's not going to the judgment seat of christ because he's not saved okay can you imagine all the words that he just spoke and then all the other stuff he got to get his congregation to take that kill shot he's gonna have to give an account for those you know uh proverbs 17 15 he that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just even they both are an abomination to the lord so he's justifying the wicked by saying our government's good and they would only want the best intentions he's justifying the wicked vaccine companies that are making this kill shot and at the same time he's condemning the condemning the just the other pastors that are against this calling saying that it's utter stupidity so he's doing both in that little interview we saw with lou dobbs and lou dobbs is pretty much doing the same stuff so good for them i'm glad that they've at least chosen their way it makes my job much easier there's no lukewarmness about it I'd rather it be this way, where it's just right out in the open. Isaiah 5.20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And it reminded me very much of this, of this quote that I, that I actually have in my, the header of my, uh, my teachings. And it's from 1981, William Casey, CIA director, told the newly elected president ronald reagan he said quote we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the american public believes is false well pretty much are we there 
Now, granted, there's a lot of people, praise God, that have woke up to this. There's a lot of people that aren't are not going along with this. Um, thank God. But in the main, by and large, I would say, you know, they're, they're probably not happy on on the actual um i think they would like to have 100 percent compliance and maybe from a satanic standpoint that's what they were hoping for they're not going to get it too many people have been educated about this and have woken up and i do believe there's going to be pushback against this maybe not initially um because the people that want to get the shot they're going to line up and they're going to ask for it they're going to beg for it okay but then as then you get down to the other people the the percentage of the population that hopefully three four five months from now is even more educated okay praise the lord jesus christ on this matter they're going to be even more adamant and more vehement and i'm not getting a shot they're going to see people dropping dead they're going to see people only all those symptoms all those symptoms i i read you from page 17 of that document from the fda you know that uh david knight was reading from they're going to see a lot of those things start they're going to see those people with bells paul they're going to see people dropping dead they're and there it's going to be things where there there's only so much the the um national news will be to, will be able to do to hide it because it's going to be happening on a very personal level with a lot of people and i don't want that to happen but if that's what it takes to wake other people up you know i, I don't want it to happen but it's gonna happen you can't put this type of shot into somebody and you know have there be no side effects let's go forward trying to get trying to get the hell out emergency lockdown in london triggers mass exit because that now they're really really going after the lockdown see they they introduced the vaccines there first and now it's worse over there than ever they supposedly got all these mutant strains which probably is actually real from all of the incubation chambers who were just vaccinated walking around and via viral shedding giving it to all these other people now they've got all these mutant strains all by design on purpose well guess what now they're going to say well, we, we need to go into stage four tier four lockdown like we reported last week well what that's doing is triggering a mass exodus to try to get out of there because they know they'll probably never ever get out from underneath it if they don't get out now this is tabu seven we have word out of the uk now that many people have tried to escape the wrath of this lockdown fleeing the country before this tier four restriction went into place last night at midnight everything started to go into motion for the folks in the uk they're saying they're asking the public to not travel to Kent ports or other routes to France after this announcement. This could remain in effect until Easter, they say. We have 16 million Britons now required to stay at home and tens of thousands trying to scramble to get out of the capital late Saturday night. You can see them here trying to catch trains, buses, flights, cabs, whatever, to get out of the region. Right. Now, they're saying that Boris Johnson made this bombshell announcement introducing this Tier 4 restriction in London and Southwest England to mitigate the spread of what they're calling a new strain of this virus. This has sparked traffic jams, crowded terminals, and it's become really chaotic. Other countries have followed suit in making announcements connected to this. But what has begun here is they have rolled out that there is a new strain 
that is going all over the place and causing hell. And because mm -hmm. people don't want to get locked down. Thanks to the vaccines. They're running. They're not running because of the strain that was announced. They're mm -hmm. running because they don't want to be locked down. Yep. Look, I just tweeted out some viral information that you're not going to find out here on YouTube. Okay. Or any of these other platforms that want to take out truth. So make sure you're following me on Parlor and DLive from here. I'm telling you, the information that we're kicking out, you're not going to find on these other sites. What are you going to wait months till you stumble across the video somewhere else? Get on top of it now. I'm telling you, you're not going to find the keys out here in some of these videos. You just simply won't because they'll cease to exist. You need to get over to a place where we can speak freely about this in great detail. And so we can get something done because we're running out of time. I'll leave links below. Join us. D live Monday, Wednesday. Yeah, I mean that's why I like about having my own website. I don't got to worry about any of that stuff. Granted, I understand what you could say. Well, you're sacrificing this or that. You're not getting the exposure you could get. I, I knew this day was coming. I knew that my days would have been numbered even years ago with the kind of content I put out. And I just, it, I, I've got enough on my plate with this ministry, with just dealing with contendingfortruth.com. But I don't have to hassle with any of the stuff all these other guys like Richie from Boston are constantly complaining about. Praise the Lord, you know, you know. So anyway, um, okay, so let's go further here. Listener comment. This is from a listener, totally anonymous. And... Um, this is uh, listener healthcare worker comment. The total inaccuracy of the COVID-19 tests and no testing for influenza now to now, and this is to drive up the fake COVID case totals. Um, it starts out, he said, hey brother, I thought you would find this very interesting as well. Notice how accurate the tests really are. Each picture, now he sent me four different screenshots. Now I, I, they are edited in such a way where it doesn't give patient names. It doesn't give any kind of whatever. Okay. But you can see um, the things like what they're testing for and on the days they tested for them and if it was a positive or a negative test. Okay. So he says, and I posted those pictures here in the thing. Each picture represents four different patients. Also look at the December lab picture and notice how we are in how we are in the influenza season and there was no influenza screening done only COVID-19 most all of my colleagues are receiving their first round of uh, coronavirus vaccines this week I will not be joining them the NC Department of Health and Human Services has sent all the frontline hospital sa staff in my hospital emails stating quote the good news that we can now schedule a time to get the vaccine to get that old kill shot. So now the state government has a record of our vaccination status. How will this data be used in the in the future? So he he gave me this these four screenshots. And I'll just describe you what I'm seeing on the screenshot. Okay, this first patient. They're again, they're not they're not checking for influenza. That's not even stated anywhere on there. But they are checking for SARS-CoV-2, the coronavirus, COVID-19. And on this particular patient, on the date of 12 2020 um december 20th 2020 it was not detected the coronavirus was not detected okay you can clearly see that in the boxes now crazy enough though when they checked it um my word i guess it was 
the same day. It was just a different time. I think it was 5.07 a.m. they did the first one. And then they checked it again on, uh, I guess that would be 8 o'clock. Yeah, 8.49 on the same day. Guess what? It was detected. So this patient didn't have it at 5.07 a.m. on December 2020. But they miraculously did have it at 8.49 that night. Wow. So good they were there and got checked twice in a row. Remember, the PCR tests are up to 97% inaccurate and they're not even checking for COVID-19 anyway. <laughs> so anything goes. It's an absolute crapshoot as far as the results you're going to get. Which is all the more reason not to have it. This next patient got tested on, um, this was 628, so June 28, 2020. It was detected. SARS-CoV-2 detected, okay? And then, crazy enough, though, I guess 12 days later, it was not detected. But then five days later, it was detected. So a lot of a lot of accuracy with these, these PCR tests. I'll tell you, they're amazing. Okay, so then we got another guy or another person here, and they checked for SARS-CoV-2. This was uh, 7-8, so July of 2020. It, it was detected. And then again, on two days later, 7, 10, 2020, it was detected. And then three days later, well, miraculously, it was not detected anymore. So I guess they got over it. It wasn't even, no antibodies in the system or anything. And just miraculously got all out of the system. And then to confirm that, two days later on 7, 15, 20, yes, it, it was not detected again. So, okay, we got it. Oh, but crazy enough, one day later on 7, 16, it was detected even though the day prior to that, it wasn't. So it's flip-flop, flip-flop, flip. I mean, it's just a joke. Next patient. Um, SARS-CoV-2 on 7-14-2020, not detected. Okay, we're going good. And then on 7-23, which was, I don't know, nine days later. Oh, it was detected. Uh-oh, positive for SARS-CoV-2. And then the literally that day, Five hours later, uh, miraculously, it wasn't detected. So it was detected positive at 9.18 a.m., but by 2.53 p.m., no more. It was all out of the system, not detected. Hmm. Amazing. And then um, they checked for antibodies that day. And it checked three three different kind of antibodies for SARS-CoV-2 were all negative. Okay. Now remember, they were positive the same day at 9, 9.18 a.m. Okay. But now it's all checking negative. And then uh, it wasn't, it wasn't from that point forward, it didn't check. So, wow. Amazing stuff here. Just really shows you the accuracy, the pinpoint precision, accuracy of these PCR that were never ever intended to ever be used for this purpose anyway. Not only that, they're not even checking for COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2, because they've never isolated according to their own writings. Then I said this to another nurse, Patricia, the one we heard from earlier. 
And she said, I can, I concur with the pharmacist. I work in a laboratory. I've never seen so few patients being tested for flu influenza. Last year, we tested so many people. It was a stressor to get them all done. The flu line just stayed out and was never put away. It's unbelievable. I, I work a lot of hours and night after night, I don't do a single flu test now because <laughs> it doesn't fit the narrative. They want all the fake COVID-19 numbers bumped up. They are not testing for flu, which is why there are no flu cases. And then we have this, a satanic miracle, guys. Why don't we just say a, a satanic Xmas miracle? To honor Tammuz, the sun god, which is why we have December 25th. It is the reason for the season. We're celebrating the sun god Tammuz's birth. Not the son of God. Oh, that's how the Catholic Church repackaged it. Ah, I get it. Okay, it was always before Jesus was ever born. The birth date of the sun god Tammuz or Sol Invictus. I mean, okay, yeah, I get that. It was always a really, really raunchy pagan holiday where they exchanged human body parts and you could fornicate with children and stuff like that. Oh, bad, bad stuff. The whole winter solstice, Yule, Xmas, birthday of the sun god thing. But see what the Catholic Church is, they repackaged it and called it Christian way after Christ. We're talking like, really after the third century after the 300s when the catholic church came into being 318 and then they what they did is they took all these pagan holidays and repackaged them into christianized pseudo-christian holidays and that way the pagans knew what they were doing and they were satisfied and the christians thought it was christian so it went from the birth of the sun god tammuz to the birth of the son of god jesus christ see how that works Insane clever. Anyway, a satanic Xmas miracle. According to official CDC stats in Michigan, with an almost identical pattern in all other states, there has been a 96% reduction in influenza flu testing or flu this year. Isn't that amazing? What they're not telling you is that this is because they rarely test for influenza anymore at all and classify everything as COVID-19. Isn't that neat? And here's the chart straight from the CDC comparing the years 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. So you got a lot to compare to. You got four years. And we're seeing all the influenza, um, I guess in Michigan, for weeks 40 and 50 in the calendar year, which I guess would be near prime flu season, I'm guesstimating. And um, in 2017, it looks like they had, uh, for weeks 40 through 50, it looks like they had, oh, oh let's see here, um, 13,475 cases of flu. 2018 dropped a little bit, 9,582 cases. Maybe a lot of less people got the flu shot because the flu shot will bring that all on, as we all know. Uh, and then in 2019, it went up quite a bit. Last year was a pretty bad year for flu. 23,386 people tested positive. But then again, they were testing a lot more people for it because it shows you how many people got tested as well. So last year in Michigan, according to CDC flu archive statistics, there were 23,386 flu cases positive in Michigan. 23,000. And it's crazy because 
in 2020, you know how many were actually positive for, for flu? 666 cases. <laughs> what a nice satanic bow to wrap that all in. Package bow and hook, line, and sink. I mean, isn't that wonderful? I'm not making this up. So, um, it was 0.23%. It had went from the year previous, 7.29% of the people that were tested, okay, or 23,386 people tested positive. And then crazily enough, the next year, this year, in weeks 40 through 50, that 23,000 plus figure had dropped to 666 people. So there was a 96% decrease in influenza during the 2020 as compared to the three prior years um, average during week 40 through 50. Wow. Hmm. Does that just totally confirm exactly what we just told you, that they're not doing flu testing and rolling it all as COVID-19 to fill the satanic agenda? And wasn't it neat that it was 666 cases? Just to kind of give you a nice satanic little uh, indicator there. Kind of warms the cockles of your heart, if you ask me. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel, makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. You know, call me crazy. Anyway, let's go on to the next report here. Um, listener comment, another nurse testifying to blood clots. Now, this has been happening, but it's I don't know if it's happening in every single church. I don't know if this is still a regional or a hospital hospital by hospital thing, but I am getting complaints still. Now, it's not ubiquitous. It's not like it's coming from Washington and Texas and whatever, okay? But I am getting complaints, so I still want to bring this up. I did address this before uh this is from a listener mark and he said a good friend of my wife trust someone trusted she is not the actual nurse her friend is so it's third-hand information he's being above board she said the nursing protocol is now to put everyone that has covid on blood thinners because of the clotting issue that people are throwing clots like we had talked about in a previous teaching uh, and they're dying from them or having strokes or things of this nature. I know three people that are presently sick with, well, COVID. Of course, hard to know if it's actually COVID. Well, again, yeah, it's really hard to know when they don't check for it, actually. But, And then another lady, Donna, she emailed me. Uh, this was back on the 7th. And um, this is another testimony about blood clots in the hospital. Uh, here in Pennsylvania, there is something going on. If it isn't COVID, it is a definitely deadly and causing many to be hospitalized. I can personally vouch for what I'm seeing and hearing from people in the healthcare field in the hospitals. My brother-in-law and many others have been admitted in the hospitals with blood clots and are on oxygen. Now, remember, they started throwing these blood clots before the vaccines. Okay, now remember that um, Dr. Carrie Modge that we heard, she said the PEG, the polyethylene glycol that's in the vaccines, and I don't know if it's in every single one of the kill shots, but I do believe it's at least in some of them, which actually is the hydrogel, the nano robot part of the vaccine. And that's the reason they have to store it at such a cold temperature, um, that that can actually cause blood clots. Okay, so we haven't even, I mean, I, 
I don't know if it was something from the tests that they're implanting in people that are causing them to throw blood clots. Up until that point, it's the only thing I can think because the vaccine hadn't been introduced yet. Now, whether we're going to see a whole level of people throwing blood clots now thanks to the vaccines, I don't know. But I, I thought I should at least mention that. Okay, so she says, my brother-in-law and many others have been admitted in hospitals with blood clots and are on oxygen having hanging on for their life. Now, remember, I talked about this last time about how the enzyme natokinase would be the best thing to prevent blood clots that I know of natural. Okay, I wouldn't recommend rat poison, which is Coumadin. Um, literally is rat poison, was the main ingredient rat poison. And that's how it worked in rat poison. It, it thinned the blood so much it killed the rats and the mice that ate it. Okay, so um, natokinase is a very natural way that you can do that. And it's just an enzyme. You take it on an empty stomach. That's what I had talked about before. I can't, right now, I'm, I'm <laughs> I think I got like two bottles left. I can't, I've got like, I think I've got like 16 bottles on back order and I don't know if I'm going to get it. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. Supply chains are breaking down. There's products that I can't get anymore. I haven't been able to get like the one I use, Bone Cofactors. There's several products now I'm not being able to get. And I only anticipate this is going to get worse. Um, they're doing all kind of stuff regarding the silver as well. I meant to report on that, but I didn't get to that. The guy that owns Invive Silver has been telling me they're like, you probably need to tell your listeners if they're going to get the silver, they need to get it now because I don't know how long, much longer we're going to be able to sell this. They're shutting down colloidal silver companies like crazy. Okay. And they're at bare minimum. They're not allowing them to advertise. They're not allowing them to even breathe anything about COVID-19 in this stuff. And, um, they're coming after them. They're coming after him. That one guy that had the silver lungs site, he got shut down. I think I reported on that. Or I, if I didn't report on it, I'm, I'm meaning to report on it. It's just that I'm so backlogged on material that I can't get to it. So the best thing I can tell you there is if, if you feel any conviction in that area and you want to do that, you know, you can go to the website. It's dr-johnson. So it's dr-johnson, j-o-h-n-s-o-n.com. And that is a website that Invive Silver put up for me when I did the 14 city tour back in 06. And um, they have maintained that. Now, when you order through them, I have no, I'm out of the loop. I don't, it does help support our ministry, but I am totally out of the loop. Those orders all go through the Invive factory. They typically ship out in a good, timely manner. And, um, uh, I'm just saying, I, I'm, I, listen, I'm not trying to get rich or I'm not doing this to some ploy to get you to buy silver. I'm saying if you have any, because I don't know how much time we've got. And um, if you can get your hands on some natokinase, I, right now I don't, I don't, I couldn't even, I got like two bottles left and, and those are going to probably go quick, but um, I'm trying to get it. I'm hoping to get it, like maybe I'll get it this week if I do, but the problem is, is Stuff's going on back order now, and I'm not hearing from my suppliers on it. It's just like, okay, well, you know, you paid us, but we're not going to really, we're just going to kind of sit on this for months on end. And <laughs> even though we got your money, and it's like, okay, well, that's, that's cool. Um, so, unfortunately, it's just the day and time we're moving into. Uh, I'm going to try to do a, 
a dedicated segment on that in an upcoming teaching regarding that because I do believe it's something I need to address. But I wanted to kind of, you know, um, address that now. Anyway, um, she said, many others have died. This is far worse now than in the spring. I personally called hospitals to be told no visitors except for one who was a patient. And some of the hospitals are just about filled or full. I know some people who are nurses working in the field of caring for these patients this is no hoax uh this is definitely not a flu it is something more sinister it seems more than a coincidence that the outbreak occurred soon after all the covid testing was being performed mm. see that's what i think is causing the blood clots guys whatever they're putting on the cribriform plate whatever nanotech those stair grippers whatever potential maybe hydrogel Whatever they're implanting in people, I think that's what what would initially cause the blood clots. Because that's the only thing that they had in common. The outbreak occurred soon after all the COVID testing was being performed. Mm. They were giving out free testing in just about every town around here. Then we heard of so many... And I think this is a regional thing they were doing to kind of test. And, and this is why I'm not getting complaints from all over the country about this. I think it was testing. They had specific contaminated tests in pennsylvania and in the northeast and it wasn't ubiquitous and they were kind of testing the waters and seeing what kind of um, effect they could produce it's what it seems to be then we heard of so many getting sick was something on the end of the swab that caused this i must say not everyone had exactly the same symptoms some are very serious others were milder and very contagious as whole families came down with it, as well as my brother-in-law and others. Many of my friends and some of their family died. I told you, they're not going to waste an, a, an opportunity to go six inches into your head with a cotton swab when they could get the same DNA from your cheek. I mean, if we could spread it by breathing, why can't they get it from the inside of your cheek? No, we've got to go six inches into your head because we say so. No, you don't, you lying devils. You don't have to do that at all. You're just doing it because you're implanting things at people and you're trying to traumatize them and make it the most horrific experience so that they'll beg to get the vaccine so they don't have to get tested constantly. I think that's one of the reasons they're doing it. Trying to make, they're trying to create maximum desperation among the people. It is a dangerous situation as many are now convinced to take this awful vaccine. I try to inform them of the danger of this, but they don't want to believe me. It is really scary praying that somehow God can convince them not to take this vaccine. Well, remember, we're not battling against flesh and blood, but against princes and principalities and rulers of wickedness. And I mean, you're battling against the demons that are controlling these people. So start there. Bind up their devils that are, that are blinding them and loose angels of truth on them, angels of conviction, whatever you feel led to do so that they can have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. I can really see our governor shutting down some areas. Like I said, I cannot vouch for any other area, but here, although I hear of other areas that are experiencing illness too. Now she was asking me why I hadn't said anything. Okay, well, you have to understand, I only had one or two people email me about this. It wasn't like it was going on everywhere, like I said. So I told her, I said, I did do a whole segment on the blood clot issue a couple weeks ago where I got into this very thing in depth. See below, and I posted the teaching yes it very well may 
be the test doing all of this, but it's very unlikely this is COVID-19 as they have never even isolated it. I will revisit the subject in my next teaching, which I'm doing now. Thank you for the feedback. And then I gave her my teaching on, it was from 1123, which is when I did the first teaching on this. And the table of contents that pertain to this are nurse says COVID was a lie, but now people are throwing blood clots all over and suddenly dying. And then another listener nurse confirmation about hospital shortages. And then another one, my teaching, I, my little teaching I did on natokinase and blood clots. So I give you the link to that teaching. And then to further bolster this, I gave them the, the reports on the CDC admits to the FDA there's no such thing as COVID-19. CDC document confirms Principa Scientifica International claims that there's never been any successful laboratory test to isolate and confirm the existence of SARS-CoV-2 virus alleged to have caused the COVID-19 pandemic. In effect, the science tells us there is no virus. Now, I believe there is a SARS-CoV-2 virus. I do. I just don't believe they're testing for it. Because to, to me, it's irrelevant. I think it's irrelevant to them is what I mean. They don't care. They just want to drive the numbers up any way they can. So they bring in these fake PCR tests that have a 97, up to a 97% false positive rate. They amplify it way, way more than they should and they get their false positives. Sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative, just as I showed you before. You know, it's like flipping a coin. We don't know, we don't know. Like they're a total joke. And then another thing fda covid 19 virus has never been isolated they have never not once isolated the virus for which they've shut down the united states economy though they have denied tens of millions of americans their most basic freedoms according to u.s food and drug administration quote no quantified virus isolates of the of the 2019 sars-cov-2 are currently available end of quote that's right no quantified virus isolates none so let's go to the next report Employers can bar unvaccinated employees from the workplace. EEOC says, this is straight from CBS News. This just came out yesterday. With the first doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 kill shot vaccine now being administered in the U.S. federal government, it's giving employers around the country the green light to require immunization for most workers. In general, companies have the legal right to mandate that employees get the COVID-19 kill shot the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, or EEOC, said that Wednesday. So they're saying companies have the legal right to mandate your employee, employees get the kill shot. More specifically, employee, employers are entitled and required to ensure a safe workplace in which an individual should not pose a direct threat to health or individual uh, safety of individuals in the workplace. Now, I agree. And that is the exact reason why nobody should be vaccinated because as soon as they get vaccinated, they're a viral shedding vector spreading the Franken virus. They're contaminating your workplace. But see, they view it the exact opposite because it's, you know, good is evil and evil is good. No, no, you haven't got the shot. So you're, you're going to um, infect everybody. Well, hold on, if you got the vaccine and you're wearing the masks, why are you worried about me? You're protected, right? Doesn't matter. We've got to achieve herd immunity. That joke of a lie. Okay, so that's how you're going to justify it. Okay. So they're doing it under the guise of you're not going to, you're not going to th threaten the health of other people in the world. So you've got to get the shot. That could mean a company requiring its workforce to be vaccinated. 
The American and Disabilities Act limits an employee's ability to require workers to get a medical examination. But the EEOC's latest guideline clarifies that getting vaccinated does not constitute a medical exam. <laughs> it's so far worse. It's, it's a literal surgical procedure. You're penetrating the skin. But they don't qualify to even as a medical exam. As a result, ordering employees to get, you know, the, the trivial COVID-19 shot would not violate ADA. It's just going to rewrite your DNA and turn you into a transhuman nanorobot, essentially. Oh, yeah. No big deal. Not all employees must get vaccinated, according to the agency. Oh, employees with either a disability or a sincerely held religious belief that prevent them from getting inoculated are exempt. And my comment is for now. Oh, yeah. Maybe for now. It's not going to prevent them from doing all this other stuff to limit your travel, though, where you can't go to about your business. Now, I understand they're going to start with international flights and then they're going to go to um, just any kind of flight. And then they're going to make it where you probably can't get into government buildings. And then they're going to make it where you can't get in the stadium. And they're just going to keep, they're going to keep um, ratcheting and ratcheting and trying to paint us all into corners where we won't be able to. Eventually, really, I think where it ends up is not being able to go to the grocery store to show your, you're going to have to show your Kobe pass. So, you know, the prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Now you do as the Lord leads, but there is a lot of, there's a lot of Bible for, you know, storing up and harvest so you have food in winter. And if that's ever been more applicable, it's now. And again, I'm not judging somebody if they're not in a position where they can do that. Okay, I'm just saying if you can, you know. Um, so next report. Well, actually, we have this. Um, this is page 132 of the Pfizer vaccine. Evidently, the um, whatever the... Uh, information packet is on it it basically says that you should have no unprotected sex up to 28 days after the second dose due to reproductive safety risks this is for males and females now like i said it's going to sterilize you and even if you were able to procreate you're gonna you're gonna have kids that probably have two heads they're gonna be franken kids okay they're gonna be genetically modified franken kids so birth birth defects are due to um genetic manipulation so we spent billions of dollars on a mutagenic vaccine is what they're basically telling us now it shows you now it's not great quality it's kind of blurry but it says male participants are eligible to participate if they agree to the following requirements during the intervention period and for at least 20 28 days after the last dose of study which corresponds to the time needed to eliminate reproductive safety risk in the study refrain from donating sperm plus be abstinent from heterosexual intercourse with a female of childbearing age potential as their preferred and usual life and anyway hopefully you got the gist of that so yeah that's what the pfizer vaccine says because it's so safe and then we have this which kind of confirms what we just said the University of Miami is investigating the possible effects of the coronavirus vaccine on male fertility. Now, it's going to affect male and female. It's really going to affect females even worse because they're, the, the, one of the proteins in there, um, I believe the messenger RNA, RNA will attack the placenta, but it will also do that with the sperm. A recent, and I've reported on that in previous studies. A researcher at the University of Miami 
has recommended men to have a fertility evaluation before receiving the COVID vaccine and to consider to freeze their sperm before their vaccination in order to protect their fertility. <laughs> I'm surprised they'd even bother. According to ex-Pfizer uh, CSO Mike, Dr. Mike Yearden and his colleague, Dr. Wolfgang Wudarg. I love that name, Wolfgang. I wish my parents would have named me Wolfgang. It just has that ring, that panache, that I don't know. You know, I don't know. Just Wolfgang. Anyway, um, Dr. Wolfgang Wudarg, woman's fertility could also be affected. New M RNA vaccines could cause immune cells to attack the placenta, causing female infertility, miscarriage, or birth defects. Ah, you know, as Great Game India reported, a group of researchers in the Lancet Medical Journal has warned that the COVID-19 vaccines currently in development could increase the risk of acquiring HIV, um, which, you know, AIDS, potentially leading to an increased infection. Yeah, I haven't even talked about that much lately, but, you know, was they were HIV particles, people tested positive for HIV, you know, from the vaccine in Australia. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, that hasn't went anywhere. Potentially, uh, recently, Australia scrapped a billion-dollar coronavirus vaccine agreement after several participants tested positive for HIV. Yeah. Yeah. We reported on that at length. It's another fun, fun uh, side effect from the vaccines. Then we have this. Um, Austrian MP Tess Cola. I don't know if it's Coca-Cola, but for, for COVID-19. And guess what? It yielded a positive result because the tests are so stinking accurate. The corona tests are worthless. An Australian parliamentary member demonstrated the defectiveness of the government's COVID-19 tests by showing how a glass of Coke, and I believe it's Coca-Cola, yields a positive result. In footage from the meeting in Vienna Friday, FPO General Secretary Michael Schnendlings, whatever, brings a glass of cola to the podium from which he proceeds to collect drops to use on an antigen, and I'm assuming PCR rapid testing, being used on a mass scale. Now, here is a picture of it. Here's a uh, Twitter pic. I think, in fact, I think if you click on this, in fact, it's probably been removed by now, I would imagine. Okay, um, so that's him speaking. I don't know what he's saying. Okay, my, my, um, I'm a little bit weak on that language, sorry. Uh, and it shows him doing it right at the podium. He's in like front of like parliament or something here doing it. I mean, the guy, God bless him. I mean, God bless the guy. But it's pointless for me to play that unless you're fluent in, in you know, Austrian or whatever he's, you know. Anyway, um, so, but I give you the link to that. The result of the test are being described by independent German news site, uh, translated from German. After going, and it's, it's German, they're speaking. After going to the lectern and starting his speech, the politician sprinkled a coronavirus rapid test with a few drops of cola. Three minutes later, the test shows a result. It was positive. So Coke triggered the test result remember before we talked about like that government in africa and they tested like a papaya in like oh my word you know typewriter ribbon ice cube tray i mean you know inanimate objects basically are all positive every every they were all positive for corona it's a total joke 
But, you know, it's worth shutting the whole world down over a total lie. I mean, I think we could all agree on that. Come on. We could all get behind that, right? After demonstrating the positive result, he goes on to slam the test as a waste of taxpayer resources. Now, this is translated. Mr. President, we are likely to have a problem right now. We have a positive coronavirus test in Parliament. Namely, this COLA triggered a positive corona test. I don't know how to deal with it now. With things like this, you are throwing tens of millions of euros in tax money out the window instead of providing real protection for old people in nursing homes instead of investing money in our hospitals. According to a report at OE24, he proceeded to slam the government's lockdown saying a dictatorship light was set up, meaning like a, a dictatorship light, meaning like Coke light or Pepsi light. It's a, it's a dictatorship light. Was set up by the OVP and the Greens and the Austrians. Their fundamental rights, such as their civil rights and the right to freedom of expression, specifically legal ordinances were issued and authorities were asked to take action against their own people he continued his criticism on facebook where he called the test worthless um where he posted today i did a coronavirus test live in parliament and all of this is linked if you don't believe it it's all linked i give you the links to everything okay this really happened okay uh, he goes on to say the corona corona mass tests are worthless this was also shown by a simple experiment in parliament in which cola had a positive test result but this black green government spends tens of millions in taxpayer money on precisely these tests yeah yep there you go i haven't been lying to you guys <laughs> i haven't been i'm not saying it perfect but i haven't been lying to you anyway Next report, a uh, vaccine whistleblower found dead after saying she's never she would never commit suicide. Uh, a renowned whistleblower of big pharma and vaccines has been found dead roughly a year after she released a public statement saying she would never commit suicide, ever. The body of Brandy Vaughn, former pharmaceutical insider and ex-Merck sales executive, was discovered by her nine-year-old son earlier this week, according to reports. The cause of death is currently unknown. I've never had any thoughts of taking my own life, not once ever. Even before I had my son, said Vaughn. Oh, and, and may I say, I would say the same thing, okay? If I turn up dead and suicided, that would never, ever in a million years happen, okay? Just so you guys know. Now, I'm not saying God's going to let that happen. I don't believe he will. I mean, I'm not saying I'm so special. I'm just saying I, I just don't have that, you know? I don't have that feeling. Um, I would much rather go out with my boots on. I'd rather die fighting for God than you know go out some way like that not to say that she had any choice god bless her you know but anyway um i don't mind dying for god it's just i would rather go out warrior battle style fighting pure evil and you know that's just me though i'm funny that way um i've never had any thoughts of taking my own life not ever once no even before i had my son said vaughn in the facebook statement from last december i have a huge mission in this life even when they make it very difficult and scary i would never take my own life period it's funny she had the foresight to say that knowing that they were coming for her. i would never have been on antidepressants nor have i been diagnosed as depressed don't believe if you hear anything like this additionally healthnutnews.com is reporting vaughn made it clear that if anything happened to her it would most likely be homicide well yeah she was she was and then i keep seeing all these reports now of all these covid researchers suddenly dying have you seen that oh yeah 
Yeah, that's coming out a lot now too. A lot of the COVID researchers, but these are the ones, a lot of them were the ones like in vaccine development. Well, again, that happens very, very often. They Maybe they learn, they know too much and or they get out of line. They're not going along with the program. Maybe they're threatening to be a whistleblower and they just, they're, they're gone. They're gone. That's happening quite a bit now. I'm, I'm seeing that more and more. And honestly, it doesn't surprise me a bit. It's horrible, but it doesn't surprise me a bit. Then we have this, uh, which is actually awesome. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy expressed his frustration today with people who aren't willing to help the COVID-19 devil contact tracers. He reports that 74% of people contacted refuse to cooperate. Man, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Glad I finally had something positive to report on today. 74% of people who were contacted by these devils, these little brown shirt Nazis, refused to cooperate. Thank God and God bless them. And I pray to God that it only goes up. During a Monday night press conference, or a Monday press conference, I'm sorry, the New Jersey governor urged residents to cooperate with contact tracers, but the citizens of New Jersey are having none of it. Uh, one of them said, I have a right under the fifth amendment to the U S constitution to remain silent when questioned by government. Yes, you do. I invoke that right because this whole COVID thing is nonsense. And you should do the disease has a 99.6% survival, and it's far above that. Okay. And there's no need at all for this contact tracing and lockdown said one New Jersey citizen. God bless them all. More of that. And then we have this second major California sheriff openly refuses to enforce Luke, Luke Newsom's gruesome Newsom, sorry, <laughs> gruesome Newsom's lockdowns and rules. I'll play this brief video. Another little positive video here. It's nice to have a little positivity. Um, let me see here. Let's play this. This is Dapu Seven. We're right on the heels of having Chad Bianco tell Gavin Newsom that he will not be blackmailed, bullied, or muscled into trying to push the rules. We have another sheriff stepping up. This is Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes announcing that his deputies will not enforce this regional stay-at-home order that was scheduled to go into effect starting at midnight last night all across Southern California. Now, Now, this is a little dated. It's from December 7th, but um, I don't know exactly what the updates are on this, but hopefully he's... Still holding strong. ...are taking the stance saying that compliance with health orders is a matter of personal responsibility and not a matter of law enforcement. He says that the Orange County Sheriff's deputies will not be dispatched to or respond to calls for service to enforce compliance with face coverings, social gatherings, and stay-at-home orders. There's also this tiered system that they put into place where they're at the tier purple, which has a curfew. They will not be enforcing that neither. So if you're looking for some righteous individuals out there to get behind, open your eyes because they're out there. In this instance, we have sheriffs making a stand in many different areas. So there's no reason for people to say that there's no one to get behind out here that's standing up for your rights these are the guys that took an oath to protect the people and that's how it's supposed to be i'll leave a link okay so we have that so that's good um and i stumbled onto this 
almost by accident, but I entitled this part, See How the Local Newspapers in North Carolina Are Just Part of the Huge COVID-19 Brainwashing Propaganda Play to Demonize Those Against the COVID Agenda and Its Kill Shot. Now, um, I found this online regarding, this is regarding the area I live, and one lady posted this picture, uh, Mindy Burnett, and she said, anyone seen the, basically, CRAP printed in the Charlotte Observer on Sunday? And she showed, and she posted a picture, and it's a Charlotte Observer, you can see everything, and it has, th this is so stinking evil, sickening, and blasphemous, it has a picture of the three wise men on camels, and one of the camels' names is Moderna, and the others is named Pfizer, and the others is named AstraZeneca, the, the three kill shots, and it shows them going toward the, um, the, I mean, they were going to baby Jesus, right? Okay, well, they were the ones that, and it shows up in the sky, you know how they were guided by like the, the, uh, the star of Bethlehem? Well, the star is a vaccine syringe with like light bursting out from the side. I, I, you can see the picture. I'm putting it in the PDF. And that's what is guiding them to baby Jesus. Okay. The vaccine needle. And it's, it's literally a whole syringe. I mean, this is so blasphemous. I, it's, it's, it's incomprehensible. Then we have another one from um, the uh, Morganton paper, which is uh, Morganton is, is right north of Charlotte. And, and another lady said, my local paper in Morganton is full of crap like it too. And it shows the Grinch, and he's got all the little coronavirus spikes coming out of his face. And he said, and he says, want to help me steal Christmas? Don't wear a mask. <laughs> so all these lies and propaganda everywhere you turn. I don't get local papers or anything like that. Every once in a while I'll buy one just to see. You know, but I, I haven't even done that in months. And then the last one is, I think also, yeah, it's also from the Morganton paper, morganton.com. And it says, and this one's my favorite, and it shows this moronic looking guy standing there with like um, just this big, he's got a big gut and, and, and he's he's got, um, it shows him opening, he's got this big obnoxious mouth with these, he just, they, they made him look like a total idiot, okay? And he's talking and as he's talking you can see like the coronavirus coming out of his mouth and he's wearing a shirt that says m body m rights like he can't spell my he's it's m-u-h so total the biggest moronic idiot you could possibly most obnoxious moronic idiot you could envision in your head that's the cartoon here okay and he's belching out these words coronavirus is coming out of his out of his mouth he's got m body m rights on his shirt and then he says, I ain't wearing no mask and I ain't getting no vaccine. To, to make demonize every single person who is of that um, intelligent, educated mindset. That's how we're being portrayed in the media and in the papers and who knows where else. And then it shows two scientific guys like in lab things with face shields they've got they got their little masks on and they've got their little test tubes and they're right next to him and they say to themselves okay we've got the coronavirus vaccine any word on a vaccine for stupid okay so that's how we're viewed 
now, okay? If it's evil, it's good. And if it's good, it's evil. And the church is right there backing these devils up. So understand what we're up against here, you know? But you know what? God only needed a very small Gideon's army to get the job done. He's no different. He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. So that's why I said he always preserves a remnant. Um, my daughter got this one in the mail, in the e in her email, and it's from CVS, the, the drugstore, Health Careers, CVS. And I entitled this, CVS is serving Satan well, help, help us with this very important mission to hire our COVID-19 vaccine support team. From CVS, this is straight from their, their little email they sent Taylor, my daughter. If you are or know a pharmacy technician, pharmacist, or nurse, please keep reading. We're hiring thousands of healthcare workers to administer the COVID-19 kill shots when they become available. An additional hero pay in capital letters. Hero pay. Because, see, we could all be heroes. Notice how they use all these words for all the the people on the front lines and the health and anybody that's putting out the vaccines they're heroes they're they're um all of these they're courageous they're all of these these mighty words you know that they use to describe them as the exact polar opposite in real life but anyway should be coward pay an additional coward pay will be offered to the pharmacy teams administering the kill shots on top of standard pay so they're going to make it worth your while you're going to get a little get a little green i tell you what any money you would make doing this that's blood money guys that that's like um that's blood money just so you know that's like when you um take money as an abortion doctor to kill a baby that's blood money well this is a form of blood money i'm not saying it's maybe quite that overt but it's right up there when you're rewrite helping to write re people's dna and turn them into you know transhumanist humanity 2.0 and giving them vaccines cultured off aborted babies you know <laughs> I think in God's eyes, you're you're guilty. Uh, anyway, our recruiting team is expediting the hiring process to fill these mission-critical roles, helping people on their path to better health. Oh, yeah. True words have never been spoken. Then it goes on to say, know a pharmacy technician, pharmacist, or nurse? Question mark. Well, then please forward this email to them. Exclamation mark. We need your help to quickly identify those pharmacy heroes that will administer these vaccination kill shots. Now, I, I added a little in there, but yeah, that's basically what they're saying. Heroes. So that's where we're at. And then, then this, this ad appeared in um, uh, the, um, the, okay, this quote, this was in the GwinnettDailyPost.com, okay? You're gonna love this quote. Oh, yeah. The Gwinnett Daily Post. Now, I'm assuming this is in Georgia, Gwinnett, because that's an area around Atlanta. I live there. Okay. This is this is a quote from Dr. Kelly Moore, Associate Director of the Immunization Action Coalition. She said this on December 4th, 2020, to the Gwinnett Daily Post. Um, and she said this, quote, you're going to love this, guys. One of the things we want to make sure people understand is that they should not be unnecessarily alarmed if there are reports, once we start vaccinating, of some people or multiple people dying within a day or two of their vaccination. 
who are residents of a long-term care facility. But it's not just going to be them. Look at poor, most likely, Tiffany Dover, the nurse. And who knows how many other people have already died that they've been able to get ahead of it and strong arm the people and or pay them off. Who knows? So she said, don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. It's all par for the course. It's all for the greater good. Next report. Insane report. Chad Nesbitt's straight talk. This is a, whoever that is. He, the H-E-L-L with the Buncombe County NC Nazi mask mandate. Now, Buncombe County is Asheville, essentially. That's, that's where Asheville Asheville is a witchcraft, new age hotbed. It's about, mm, Asheville's about 83 miles up the road from me, where I'm at. Up 40, or west on 40, I should say. I-40. Um, it is a, like I said, witchcraft, new age, pagan hotbed. Okay. Um, a lot of those areas around there are not all, and I'm not saying everybody there, but I've, I have disproportionately went with Greg and prayed in those areas because there's so many places that needed to be prayed over. And I haven't even probably scratched the surface. So many pagan new age, new, new agers are attracted to that area. Okay. So you would think that the county there would be extremely liberal, Buncombe County, and it is. Now, this is from them, and they're saying, a friend of mine called me this morning. Now, I, I would say this. It's not near that bad here where I'm at, okay, 83 miles east of them, okay, but it is that bad there, evidently. He goes on to say, a friend of mine called me this morning and said he just left Tractor Supply in Weaversville, um, he did not have a mask on, but he went in anyway. He got the products he needed and placed them on the counter to pay for them. They would not sell him the products without him wearing a mask. So those Nazis at Tractor Supply said, no, no, no. You got to wear your virtue signaling worthless mask that does nothing to stop nothing. You got to wear it. We're the mass Nazis. We tell you what you do and what you don't do. Uh, they, and then, then he said, I contacted them. I contacted Tractor Supply and they confirmed that they will not sell the products to people that do not have a mask. Well, I would never go there ever again. I've been in there. I will never go there ever again. Period. I'm done with them. They are now checking you before you walk in to see if you have a mask. Otherwise, don't even come in. Another friend was at Bojangles, uh, like a local fast food place that's in this area this morning. Now, all Bojangles are not doing this, okay? They're not doing this, I believe, in Catawba County, where I'm at. But Bojangles this morning, he wore his mask inside the building and sat down. Remember, this is in Buncombe County. Um, always when I drive by there, I'm always like, oh, that's Buncombe. You know, like that expression, that's bunkum anyway. I always say that when I'm on the road. I have all these jokes that are... You You would think I'm, I'm not a... Fu I, I literally, like, live in humor in my, inside my head. I'm just constantly... Maybe that's the reason I can maintain sanity. I mean, the Lord Jesus Christ, I'll, I'll, I'll primarily give him the... But primarily, I'm a big goofball 
actually. You guys might not know that about me. I'm really a big goofball. I think I'm I think I'm that way to try to maintain sanity because imagine immersing yourself in this level of depressing news for 20 years now. Now granted, I wasn't really in full-time ministry until I kind of got up here which has been 10 years, but it's only gotten 10 times worse as far as the depressiveness. But yeah, I'm I've always got funny jokes typically going through my head. A lot of times I crack myself up, I'll tell you. Anyway, um Going forward here, it says, uh, I was a friend of Bojangles this morning. He wore his mask inside, sat down. Oh, you're going to love this. When seated, he took his mask off, and the manager told him he has to wear his mask the entire time he's eating. <laughs> I love this. He asked, how am I supposed to do that? The manager said he had to lift his mask up. I love this for each bite of his food or drink and then pull the mask down over his face while he's chewing or swallowing. So he's got this stinking mask Nazi there. This brown shirt mask Nazi who's the manager at Bojangles in, in some place in Buncombe County and he's literally sitting there Having him under a microscope, making sure that he's abiding by all the parameters of mask wearing within Bojangles. <coughs> I think what he should have done is just, I don't know if he had a pocket knife, just take it out and, 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 and cut a hole in the mask and just stuff the food through the mask. And, and he's like, well, that's the best of both worlds. I'm keeping my mask on while I'm eating. I'm stuffing the food through the hole. And yeah, I'm probably chewing on my mask a little bit. And yeah, there's probably a lot of, of, of transfer of the food and, and the drinks onto the mask. But hey, that's all part of the fun, right? Come on, let's live a little. At least then, this little pathetic satanic mask Nazi might have been appeased. But then again, that might not have done it. Because there'd be that hole there and that would allow the COVID to escape. So I don't know. I don't know if there was any, any real good solution here for this situation. I don't know. Anyway, we are getting, going forward, we are getting reports of school teachers asking students if they wear masks at home. How many people came over and then how many people came over for your Thanksgiving dinner? And did everyone wear a mask at dinner? Are you serious? Yeah, the, the, the little Nazi brown shirt teachers then are um, interrogating the children when they get back from Thanksgiving and, and now it'll be from Christmas, making sure everybody in the household's compliant with Satan and all of his edicts and all of his mandates because Satan cares so much about you and he doesn't want you to spread the COVID. School athletes say that they have to wear masks while practicing football or basketball. That's a good way to kill somebody. Because as soon as you put the mask on, you're violating OSHA standards. And your carbon dioxide levels just skyrocket as far as what you're re-breathing. I've, I've played the videos before. They go to unsafe levels instantly when they use those little monitors that they put under the masks. Instantaneously, you're violating OSHA standards. But that doesn't matter as long as you're making Satan happy. And all of his little minions that are policing this. 
Asheville Mayor Manheimer and Bochum County Chairman Brownie Newman. What a name, Brownie. You know, wish my mom named me Brownie. Brownie Newman have put together a Nazi task force to see if businesses and their customers are complying with these mandates. If they don't or their customers are not in compliance, law enforcement is called on them. And I think it should just be jackboot thugs in SWAT team regalia with machine guns and hand grenades. And they should just go in there and wipe the whole family out. I mean, they we have got to make examples here, guys. A little tough love will go a long way down the road is the point I'm trying to make. Okay? Come on. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, they've got their whole little Nazi task force going business to business and their customers seeing if they're complying with these mandates. If they don't, or their customers are not in compliance, law enforcement is called on them. They can shut down your business down and charge your customers. Isn't that wonderful? When the vaccine is available, governor, uh, and Satanist Roy Cooper wants citizens to carry a COVID card to show businesses that you've been vaccinated, but see, it'll be on your your smartphone, even though I don't own one. You further have to give your phone number so you can get a text reminder of when it's time to get your next shot. Living in Buncombe County is like living in occupied Nazi Germany. These incompetent leaders this liberal county voted for want you to snitch on your neighbors just like the Nazis um, were, just like the Nazis told who were of jewish descent in the 1940s these socialist leaders are using the virus to to take control over you and you i'm sorry he hasn't written this very well over you the norm of all while the mayor lets anarchist groups together in hundreds and destroy our city yeah of course i am a proud free american i won't cower to scare tactics and propaganda from a socialist society the people of western north carolina better wake wake up we can protect are vulnerable and elderly without bowing to communist dictators. If I had a COVID-19, if I had the COVID-19, I could jump out of a plane without a parachute and Buncombe County would write on my death certificate, he died of coronavirus. Um, I, I think what he meant is, is if he jumped out of a plane and he died, he would they would put on his death certificate, he died of coronavirus, even though he didn't have it. The 2% that supposedly die of COVID-19 are the elderly and people with low immune systems, according to the CDC. Why do we never hear about that? Think about this. The majority of people dying from COVID-19, and those are even lies and bloated statistics, um, are in nursing homes. Uh, and like in their 80s with multiple health problems. Yeah, of course. They're the easiest to knock off. And then they got them right where they want them. And then you can't go to visit them. So they can say whatever they want. And then they can put them on a vent and blow out their lungs and kill them. For it more bed space. But they count it as a statistic. And they it's win-win. They get 13000 for the diagnosis and another 39000 when they put them on a vent to kill them. Yeah, that's the wonderful world we live in, guys. The only ones allowed in nursing homes are staff members and all wearing masks. So if they're wearing masks, how... The heck are their patients getting coronavirus? The masks don't work. Well, they're not even getting coronavirus. It's just all a lie. Boosting your immune system works. Protect your freedoms. Protect your business. Protect your job. Protect your faith. Protect your life. Stand up for truth and what is right. Get loud and vocal or you will lose your freedom. Think about those American soldiers that fought against evil uh, so that good would prevail. Never give up your children's future of living in the greatest country in the world has ever known. Fight and win. 
Okay, so we have that. Um, next report. The world's largest vaccine producer, Serum Institute of India, has sued the COVID-19 vaccine sued a COVID-19 vaccine trial participant who alleged that the trial caused him serious side effects. Yeah, you just you just read that right. In filing a one, well, it's a 13.5 million in American money defamation case, the firm rejected the charges by the 40-year-old businessman from southern Indian city of Chennai as malicious. The firm also said the man's illness had nothing to do with the vaccine trials he was involved in. The volunteer is falsely laying blame for his medical problems on the COVID-19 vaccine trial, said a statement issued by the Serum Institute, the world's biggest vaccine manufacturer by the number of doses produced and sold globally. The lawyers of the vaccine volunteer have called the defamation suit an intimidation attempt. So just so you understand this, the world's largest vaccine maker sues one of the trial volunteers who alleged side effects from the vaccine. And we, we've read you all the multitude of side effects they're expecting, including death. But they have the stinking satanic audacity to say, no, no, you're a liar and we're gonna sue you for $13.5 million in a defamation suit, Mr. Vaccine Participant. Your life's probably ruined from the vaccine as it is. That's not enough. You should have kept your stinking mouth shut. We're going to sue you for $13.5 on top of this. So other sheeple that go into these vaccine trials will learn their lesson not to get out of line and to do as you're told. And if you die, you die. You signed up for this. That's what's going on. I just interpret a lot for you in my teachings, if you know that. I, I do a lot of interpretation of what's really going on. The, the participant alleged that undergoing the trials caused a neurological and psychological breakdown that impaired his cognitive abilities. Our client states that the severe trauma he went through from October 11th, on October 11th, 2020, was because of acute neuroencephalopathy. Now, isn't that, doesn't that sound a lot like a lot of the side effects I was thinking? Uh, meningitis and cephalopathy, all of those things. Yeah, that's exactly what we should be expecting. That's exactly what the FDA was expecting. And that was back in October. And they have the stinking audacity to say, even though that's one of the things they're expecting, there's no way that could have caused from the vaccine. You give Satan an inch and he'll take a mile every single time. Um, this is an extreme side effect of the test vaccine that he took on the 1st of October, 2020 said the anonymous participants, legal representatives in a notice. Oh, I hope they sue him for all their worth. I do. I pray to God they win. The man is demanding a compensation of $676,000. This is American money from the Serum Institute and has asked for the trials to be halted immediately. According to the wife of the businessman, he lost his ability to do simple tasks such as making online payments as well as lost his creativity and competence because it's going to cut you off from everything. Cut you off from God. You're not going to be a human anymore. You're going to lose your creativity. You're going to lose your humanity. And that's what it's designed to do. Hey, when you get your DNA overwritten and you're not human anymore, well, you can kind of expect those things. 
Next report, Ontario's chief medical officer says that those who refuse to take the COVID-19 vaccine will, won't have freedom to move around and will have to continue to wear masks. Dr. David Williams was asked if he would make some sort of mandatory vaccination recommendation. Williams acknowledged that we can't force someone to take the vaccine, but went, went on to explain how people who didn't take it would have their freedom of mobility severely restricted. So again, that's what they're going to try to do. They're just going to try to make it so impossible for you to maintain any kind of normal life that you will just give in and do it that's what that's what they're jockeying for guys but this is why you need to go to god about this stuff because he's smarter than they are he's been around longer than they are and he's infinitely more powerful than they are infinitely Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not, is what the Bible says. Jeremiah. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? No, there's not, God. There's nothing too hard for you. Nothing. I give this whole COVID-19 situation to you, my respective situation. I lay it at your feet. I just pray you guide me and direct me. I pray I'm obedient to whatever you tell me to do. Then he goes on to say, what, what we can do is to say sometimes for access or ease of getting into certain settings, if you don't have the vaccination, then you're not allowed into that setting without other protection materials. My comment, what he really means is the vaccinated need to infect others while the, with the Franken virus via viral shedding. Okay, because let me read you that last line again that he said. What we can do is to say sometimes for access or ease of getting into certain settings, if you don't have the vaccination, then you're not allowed into that setting without protection materials, like a, the scam face mask. But if you are vaccinated, you are allowed into those places because see, they want the vaccinated freely moving about without a mask on because they want them to be infecting the maximum amount of people with the mutated strains that are incubating, the, the mutated Franken strains that are incubating in their body because they got vaccinated. And they want to make sure that all the unvaccinated people are infected. And maybe even infected other vaccinated people with their mutant strains. It's all good. It's all good. Their intentions are honorable. I think we can all agree on that. So let me read this last line again, my comment. What he really means is the vaccinated need to infect others with the Franken virus via viral shedding so they don't have to wear a mask. The, the vaccinated won't have to wear one. In this case, I would be glad if the vaccinated are wearing masks. Uh, and that's me talking. Yeah, in that case, if you were vaccinated, and I understand the masks are a joke, but at least it would provide some level of protection from the viral shedding. Not a lot but it would provide some protection. I agree that the vaccinated should wear masks. I do. It's the only time you've heard me say that in the last, you know, 11 months. And I understand it's a joke. I get it. I understand it's a joke. I, I've, I've given you all the pros and cons about the masks. But I don't want to be breathing the air they're coughing or whatever. I don't. Because they are going to be the vectors for the true mutant strains to spread. Now, I'm... My big thing, though, is just have your own immune system in tip-top shape so your body can ward off whatever being, it's being exposed to. And that's why I gave the protocol for COVID-19 early. Now, granted, that protocol 
would apply to influenza. It would apply to common colds. It would apply to whatever. I haven't talked about that a lot lately because it's turned into such a scamdemic. But if you want that, if you want that protocol, I've got it. I can email it, you know, just email me and I'll pop it out to you. Tells you how to use the silver and it also tells you how to bolster your immune system with all the other different nutrients to, to get your immune system at a very highly functioning level. And then he goes on to say at the very end, what may be mandatory is proof of vaccination in order to have latitude and freedom to move around without wearing personal protective equipment. Oh, well, how benevolent of you, Chief Medical Officer Dr. Williams. You're serving Satan well. Um, that's all I've got time for in this particular study. Um, so God bless you. And actually, I, I basically got through all my, all my material. So God bless you. And Lord willing, we will see you next week.